yeah i think i don't i think when i overthink it it like ends up being too abstract and not what i was trying to say initially so i think the more brutal it is the less i've kind of messed about with it so it's just like come out and i'm like mm, maybe that's a bit harsh and then i'm like well whatever like <laughs> And welcome back to In Our Own Words. Today I'm joined by Phoebe Green, who is a wonderful singer-songwriter, and I'm very oh. excited to chat to her. <laughs> I'm very excited to chat to her all about her songwriting and her latest releases. So hi Phoebe. Hello. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm all right. It's a windy, wet day where I am. Where are you at the moment? Are you joking? It's well sunny here. I'm in Manchester. Oh, so you're not even that far away. It's just No. So I'm in Lancaster, which is not. Like it's about an hour away and yeah, you expect literally. it to be quite similar. Weird. Yeah, you were. Was it snowing last night where you were? No. Oh Did my god. Snow? It was so heavy and like I really thought it was gonna settle and it was gonna be oh. a snow day today and it no. We had snow like was it a few weeks ago when everyone else mm. did. Yeah. I feel, this is such a British thing. We're starting like, let's talk about the weather. <laughs> <laughs> the essentials. Yeah, of course. Um <laughs> But let's talk about music, because that's why we're here. That's what the podcast is about. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, before I introduce your kind of music, how would you describe it? Like, what sort of genre would you say? Because I couldn't, I was like, what do I, because like, in some ways it's a bit poppy. Like, you, it's a bop. Everything you write is an absolute bop. But yeah. then it's also a bit rocky and then a bit grungy. But then you also have like these like deep synths. And I was like, I can't describe mm-hmm. it. So over to you. How would you describe your music? <laughs> you know what? I don't think I'm going to do a much better job at all. I've no idea. Like, it keeps changing. But I think it is kind of like under the umbrella of pop. It just kind of dips in and out of, like, darker pop, more alternative pop. Like, yeah. I don't think that's a bad thing. I think, and I say this so often in, on the podcast, I think everyone's going to be sick of hearing me say this. But I think <laughs> if you're not constantly changing and improving, then... What's the point? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, don't don't bring something out, whether that's a book or a song or whatever it is that's that you think is worse than your previous stuff. Yeah. Like, if other people think that, like, doesn't matter. Ignore them. <laughs> but if you don't think that, then kind of yeah. So I think it's a good thing if you you change yeah. your change your genre. So Definitely. do you want to talk about your latest EP? I can't cry for you because yeah, I, I love it. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's yeah. So you're like me too. I think it's a really important thing to love your music. So what sort of like inspired this EP and this collection of songs? Do you know what? It's so hard, and like I feel like I've said this before, but I don't tend to really base what I'm doing off anything or anyone else. Like mm-hmm. especially the older I get, I kind of don't deliberately kind of try and mimic anything or try and replicate like the kind of music I'm listening to because I very much like to make music that I can't really see anywhere else like Mm. not exactly anyway so yeah I like to kind of fill in the gap I like that I like Mm -hmm. I think that's what gives you music like a more unique sound like you say you're dipping out of these genres and like you can't really say oh it's you know you're like this artist or this this artist Mm -hmm. and you can kind of find some overlaps but I kind of like that they stand on their own and I think one of the things that I really liked about your EP is each song did stand alone I think each song was like a 
a good so- non- there were no fillers which I think is the great thing about an EP <laughs> is everything yeah, <laughs> <literally. laughs> like, you're like you don't have to be like, oh god I've got to write another three tracks it's like oh I've got these songs like, but unlike most EPs I think they fit together really well so yeah it sort of had like the cohesiveness of an album but they all stood on there they could all be singles as well was mm-hmm. that something did you write them all around the same time or like what what was the writing <laughs> process like I mean I didn't I'd say I wrote them over like a year so it wasn't like super close together I feel like I'm trying to think what order I actually did write them in I wrote reinvent <laughs> first but I wrote it like not November just gone like probably the November before that right um with Jules from the big moon and we kind of wrote a version of it but with completely different like lyrics I think and then I like went back to it did reinvent and then I did grit or maybe I did grit first I literally can't remember at all I'm terrible like Like, I write I have like a note you know the notes folder you get on your phone and I have like that's all I write on on, yeah so like I don't have people like what's your process and I'm like I just either have an idea for a lyric or like I get the voice note and I like sing a little melody me too <laughs> but then you scroll back through and I'm like I can't remember I'd love one day you know how some artists come out with these um here's the progress of the song like the process yeah and they like they show those initial voice notes and then like v1 of the demo and like so on and so forth till the final thing mm-hmm. I'm like, that would be so embarrassing for me because like <laughs> my voice notes are just like me often like really late at night so like doing it really me too. Early so I don't wake anyone up and it's <laughs> So like that would be the most embarrassing thing for someone. To yeah, say. for sure. I feel like I sound so unhinged on mine. Like, <laughs> like if our phones ever get st- stolen, they'll be going through them like, "What the heck is this?" Yeah, literally. Then I know what you mean when it's like, "Oh, what did I write first? Like, what, mm-hmm. what happened?" So, yeah. what is your writing process though? So, regardless of which order you wrote the songs in, how do you kind of mm-hmm. start a song? what comes first I think the idea the lyrics like what I think the lyrics always come first and I don't think I'm ever I never have like much of an intention behind them I just start writing out either like something funny that's happened or like a thought process I've had and then either I'll write like one sentence and I'll keep adding to it like over the course of whatever or I'll literally just have an idea and it'll all come at once and then I tend to just like go on logic find a beat make a baseline and then just do it like it's usually all in one go so so do you do a lot of the production yourself or is that sort of like the demo phase and then it goes off to people or yeah I do the demos like mostly just me and then I kind of get my sister to help me with she plays keys for me so she helps a lot with like filling them out and creating like really cool kind of yeah bits and then we send it to the producers who are Alex Robert Shaw from Everything Everything and Tom Fuller who's like an incredible engineer and stuff amazing yeah they kind of just really bring them to life and then we send it around the band and then yeah (laughs) that's so cool no that's really interesting because I think it's especially for like independent musicians but then also like 
musicians and I'm going to say beginning of their career compared to me you're much further on in that career (laughs) I don't feel very far on at all (laughs) but I just find I think it's really interesting to see like different people's processes so for Mm -hmm. me it's you know like those voice notes those notes things and then I sit down with my guitar record a voice note and then just send that straight to my producer (laughs) and so it's I think it's it's a different yeah different ways of doing things work for different people and I think yeah I'm similar in that lyrics come first to me and I was going to ask you about one of your lyrics because something that I lyrics are definitely the thing I relate to most in a song that I think Mm. obviously like it's got to be a bop but like I think (laughs) that's the thing that sort of stays with me the most and what I love about your lyrics this is just me telling you what I love about your music but (laughs) (laughs) you're like that's fine (laughs) what, what I love about your lyrics is they are I'm gonna I'm gonna use the word brutal but I mean it in such a positive way (laughs) but they're like they're very to the point and I think there's something so raw and I don't know just real about them do you spend time like crafting them or is it like you write it down and it's the first thing that comes to your head and so you're like yes it's it's raw because it's because it's so open and honest yeah I think I don't I think when I overthink it it like ends up being too abstract and not what I was trying to say initially so I think the more brutal it is the less I've kind of messed about with it so it's just like come out and I'm like "Mm, maybe that's a bit harsh and then I'm like well (laughs) whatever like (laughs) (laughs) it's funny you say harsh I'm always really worried because like I'd say about 50% of the songs I write are like about either books or TV characters or that sort of thing. So my life's not that interesting enough to write about <laughs> most of the time. But then the few songs where I like that are either about my partner or other people in my life, I'm like, are people going to know? Like, who's going to know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is that, that something is you struggle with? <laughs> yeah. It's literally like, you know, like hangover anxiety that people get where like after a night out they can't remember anything and they're like what did I do what did I say blah, blah. like I feel like so many of my songs were written in that state and I'm like <laughs> oh my god like, and then I get really paranoid and I'm like mm. are these people really gonna mm-hmm. be like oh my god that's me that's me that's about me <laughs> yeah <laughs> my best someone said to me they're like well if they know it's about them they know they're the problem and I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> oh but one of the one of so I'm going to say what I think one of my favorite of your lyrics is which Mm -hmm. I just love um and it's the reason I'm going to have to mark this episode as explicit content but it's I like to think I'm funny but I'm far too fucked to tell and I was just like yeah yeah that's pretty relatable (laughs) what is it so what sort of inspired that lyric and I don't know because it's it's not like you say you haven't sort of like turned it into something that it's very to the point and what it means so and I just think it's such a great example of that sort of style of writing like what is it was there a specific example that made you kind of go oh yeah I'm hilarious but like am I hilarious (laughs) I feel like there's a lot of kind of (laughs) there's a lot of moments I could like pinpoint it to but I feel like I don't know I feel like over lockdown you know when you just start thinking about yourself and you're like mm. Mm, like what do I like about myself what do I dislike blah 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 too and much like, time alone with your own thoughts yeah, I think <laughs> exactly so like I was thinking like what do I value the most about myself and I was like oh well I'm funny like I'm funny and then I'm, I think am I only funny when like I'm absolutely annihilated or <laughs> am I only funny when like I'm saying something really inappropriate or like dark or wit and then I'm like 
am I only funny because I'm fucked like (laughs) (laughs) and that was literally it like I really didn't yeah (laughs) is your is your sense of humor quite a dark sense of humor I think unintentionally I think it's very (laughs) self-deprecating I think that's probably where my writing style comes from like all musicians comedians any artists in general are all incredibly self-deprecating because it's like you can only like shoot up you can't shoot down so people just go do you know what I'm not gonna do either I'm just gonna shoot myself like that's how I'm gonna play this (laughs) yeah I think as well like it definitely is a defense mechanism for me because I'm like well if I point it out, then no one else can. <laughs> like, if I, I do it, I doesn't it. matter. Because yeah. <laughs> I did it first. <laughs> yeah. I think that's... So one of the things in my last EP that I brought out, um, they were some of the most, like, open and honest and, like, raw songs that I've ever done. And they just sort of, like, poured out of me. I didn't sort of sit down to write them. They yeah. just sort of happened. Um, and in one way, thankfully due to lockdown, I haven't had to play them live. <laughs> Because I don't know, like I literally, I did a launch gig, I think two, no, I think it was the week before the first UK lockdown. Oh my um, God. And so it was like this ticketed event, it was great because when it's those sorts of events, like people are there to see you and they're like, mm. yes, they're listening. And I played those songs, and they were so emotional. And now I don't think I'd be able to play them because they're so like raw and open. Do you, because mm-hmm. your songs are kind of similar, do you get that? Do you like struggle <laughs> to play some of them live? I literally, like, I swear I tweeted, like, either a month ago or, like, a a week ago, God knows, I have no concept of time. Yeah, time's disappeared now. (laughs) I literally said, like, I wrote this EP completely forgetting that one day I'm going to have to, like, face an audience (laughs) and say these words out loud, like, Mm. I think because it was done in such, like, isolated conditions and because it was literally, like, because we did it all virtually and I did kind of like all the lyrics and melodies and whatever like on my own with no kind of immediate feedback I think I just like I was like probably just I think it's like too vulnerable and then I did it and I just didn't think about it and then as soon as I started getting radio play I was like shit 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 like (laughs) what have I done (laughs) I think it's hard though, isn't it? Because I think that's, I I love songs that are open and honest and vulnerable, mm-hmm. especially with lyrics and, but then yeah, to have that out there, it's, it's like with, um, I always mention Taylor Swift, and I'm very sorry about that, <laughs> but Don't in worry. her Apple Music interview, she was saying how for her last couple of albums, she's explored telling other people's stories because every time she normally puts songs out there, the media picks them apart. Like, who is this about? What does yeah. this mean? Why is she feeling like this? And she said that she found a lot of like joy in writing stories that weren't about her and because it wasn't giving yeah like people ammunition to use mm-hmm. use against her which I just oh, thought was such an interesting such a, yeah insight. do you often write from other people's kind of perspectives or is it all kind of quite <sighs> I think it's all me I think like I I feel like I used to when I was younger like a lot younger probably when I first started writing like how young were you when you first started writing? I think about like 14, 15. So yeah, I wasn't really doing anything. So <laughs> I would write like about, yeah, like you were saying before, like characters from TV shows and yeah. like I would <laughs> take things from like stories I made up in my head about people and then just like 
do that but yeah now it's all very much because I use writing as like an outlet and like a kind of processing tool Mm. it's all very much just like things that have happened things that I'm thinking feeling whatever yeah I think it's like when it becomes a therapy which I know like it sounds like (laughs) it is for you and for me it definitely is and I know it's for a lot of other people but then like you say when you play that on stage it's kind of like having therapy in front of everyone <laughs> yes what a perfect way to describe it <laughs> like that's it's just such a scary yeah. like you wouldn't do that would you? you wouldn't sit with your therapist on stage and be like and she'll go like oh how I'm, this is definitely, for example like, how's your week been and you'd be like well <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's you just wouldn't do oh that and God. yet as musicians we kind of do that to ourselves like yeah. a lot of the time Completely. I think definitely like anyone who has released something in lockdown is probably just like oh just dreading the day they have mm. to like, <laughs> like it's, kind of, it's so exciting because mm. I can't wait to get back to it but at the same time like I had luckily I was asked to do a live thing that like I can't announce it or anything but um Ooh, heard it first, guys. Been, <laughs> <laughs> but like we've been able to practice like me and my band so we play like the EP live now like well obviously not but we can yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um yeah I have to sing in practice with my eyes closed the whole time because I can't look my band members in the <laughs> eye whilst I'm singing it because they know what it's all about like oh that's worse if they know <laughs> yeah they're my best mates so like I'll be singing say like re-event or something and they'll all be like <laughs> <laughs> like I remember that night <laughs> it, oh my god <laughs> terrible you miss it as well because I know that I go through phases of being like I quite like having my evenings back like I quite like having weekends where I'm not like doing several gigs or traveling Even, to be fair I'm yeah. just going to gigs but like yeah. I've quite enjoyed having time but I also yeah. miss it so much have you sort of had that whole oh, when when will we be able to yeah. <laughs> combined with that I don't want to because they're so personal <laughs> but you must I miss think it I, I really hate like not knowing when it's going to be like I think that's the hardest part because if it was like okay you're not going to play gigs until like this specific date then I'd be like okay and I'd like plan everything up until then but not knowing it's just like how long can this possibly go on for Mm. but like you said like I actually miss going to gigs probably as much if not more than I miss playing them because I used to just go to a gig like most nights of the week so oh, yeah just... like the week before so the week before lockdown I had my EP launch so I did a gig for that and then like midweek like the week after that so like I think it was like three or four days before lockdown I went to see Oh Wonder in Manchester and their Ooh. gigs are like electric like the yeah. the vibe is just everyone losing it and it's it's just amazing I've seen them a couple of times and they put on like a proper light show and it's 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 absolutely incredible and obviously you buy the tour t-shirt with all the dates on the back and I have that in my drawer and only the first five dates on it are valid because a few days into that tour their tour was cancelled and it was just I don't know it's just such a weird yeah I think I definitely miss maybe I shouldn't say this as a musician but I definitely miss attending gigs (laughs) more than I miss playing them definitely I think one of the main things like I miss about tour is being able to like especially if it's a support tour like play play your own gig and then mm. sit and watch everyone else yeah. <laughs> the pressure's off isn't it like you, yeah it's, exactly it's like a gig without the pressure <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> which I think is so fun. So obviously you've released this EP, you've got something in the works you're not allowed to say yet. <laughs> but other than that, what's what's next for you? Are you still writing? Are you writing for a, a new thing, an album, yeah. a single? What's what's up for you? Everything, everything. Yes, <laughs> that's what we like to hear. Like, I'm writing the album at the minute. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about that. We've kind of, I've literally got like a Zoom call this like afternoon evening um with like producers management label like everything to talk about the next thing that's so exciting yeah I'm buzzing um yeah I think it's the album the next yeah the next songs and hopefully planning tours and stuff but like so hard to say isn't it yeah because like you say if you knew you'd be able to gig like six Mm -hmm. months or a year from now at least you could book it in it's exactly. kind of the unknown and I, I I struggle with that generally in my life if I don't have a plan mm-hmm. I really struggle <laughs> yeah but yeah. yeah well hopefully you'll release the album you'll go on a tour it'll be a smash and yes fingers crossed <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on it's been absolutely thank wonderful you. to talk to you I really you appreciate too. it and make sure you check out Phoebe's music all the links will be in the description of the episode um yeah and thanks so much for coming on thank you Thank you all so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do give the podcast a subscribe, leave a review because I hear that helps, and you can follow me on Instagram at The Music of Alice. See you all soon!